0: right all right join the journey family friends and guests you're listening to join the journey podcast with your host Emma Daughter
1: Thanks for joining. Today, we are reading Ecclesiastes 2. And if you are listening to this episode on the day it comes out, we are on day 13 of our 21 days of prayer and fasting campaign. And today's prompt is to pray for your family, specifically any who might be hurting, and to pray for family members who are far from God. And the scripture referenced there is Mark 3, 34 through 35. So if you haven't set aside time today to pray, either pause the episode right now and do so, or when the episode ends, later today, make sure to prioritize time in your schedule to pray. All of that said, we're in Ecclesiastes too, And here with me today is the one and only, he's back. It's Ben Krejci. How's
0: it going, Emma?
1: Ben, it is good to have you back.
0: This feels like weird energy for Ecclesiastes, doesn't it?
1: It does, but you know, Ben, you've been part of the Join the Journey family for a while. You were integral when this podcast launched, played a critical role in helping get us get it off the ground. So I feel like anytime you're back in the studio, the energy just <laughs> lifts, it elevates, if well, you will. Thank
0: you. It's been fun to see just how Join the Journey's grown since we started a while ago.
1: It's crazy. Well, we've got a lot to cover. Oh yes, we got to jump in. You know how it is.
0: Oh yes, Ecclesiastes. I,
1: Set it up for us.
0: It's kind of funny. What I said earlier is true. It, it's weird to to kind of be excited about this book, mm-hmm. but as weird as it sounds, like it's been one of my favorite books over the yeah, past few yeah, years. I'm yeah. um, specifically like in, I think we'll link an episode of me sharing my testimony, mm-hmm. but of my father passing away and just different periods of my life where I've had to be confronted with, okay, what what does it mean to understand what death is, like the end of everyone? Ecclesiastes has turned into a very comforting and sweet book of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, it's strange because as I read it, it's like, okay, this feels depressing. But I think the context of Ecclesiastes as we read it kind of shows us, okay, well, this is how we can find joy in the midst of having our mind on what does it look like to understand death or what does it look like to understand toil? And because really, like, this book has shaped my view on death, work, success, and joy. And kind of Ecclesiastes 2 touches all of these things. Sure. I'm kind of excited to to talk about that more. But in that, I just wanted to remind listeners of it's important as we read Ecclesiastes, there's a lot of phrases that Mm -hmm. are kind of tough to read. Totally. And then if you kind of think about that and you just take it just, you know, verse by verse. Pluck them out. Pluck them out. Really out of context. Yeah. It can kind of be dangerous. Is Absolutely, with Ecclesiastes, we look mm-hmm. to Scripture and we look to other places to have a better and more full understanding. I think Ecclesiastes does that. Yeah, it, it gives us more full understanding of how to view all of these. I think really difficult mm-hmm. and sad topics.
1: Ben, would you speak to just really briefly what does good Bible study method look like when approaching Ecclesiastes? I think you're exactly right. I could, I could look at any one of these verses at random. And if that's all I look at, it's going to be really confusing and maybe even lead me astray.
0: I think the two biggest things in that is to read the whole book, Mm. is that I think we get used to reading chapter by chapter. But at some point, when we read the whole book, we have a more full context of what the picture is. Mm -hmm. Even today, I'm going to talk about, okay, here's what's in this chapter. But the reality is, is that the answer to some of the questions that are asked come later on. Mm -hmm. And then even that Look at it in the reference of the whole Bible. Is look at it through the lens of, okay, this allows me to understand other passages better. Is that mm-hmm. if we believe the the Bible is what we say it is, is God's word given to us, that we get to look at it and understand the ways that really it does not contradict. It only builds on itself. Mm-hmm. And so viewing the whole uh, work of Scripture as one is extremely helpful. And then the other side of that, the second part, is uh Figuring out and understanding the context of the time of, okay, why it was written, who it was written mm-hmm. to. And really, there's a lot of incredible commentaries that you can go online and, and find and even study tools within uh, the Join the Journey app. That's right. Hit those plus signs. Absolutely. And and those just give context and really color to what's there because there's just confusing things. And of course, it's confusing if it's written thousands of years yeah. before our current context.
1: Ben, talk to us about Hevel.
0: Yes, man. I love what you said yesterday about it. (laughs) I loved the the image of cotton candy, of even just like the dual meaning Mm -hmm. of, okay, well, there is a literal meaning of Hevel, of a vapor and a smoke. It's like, that's the word that they were used if they were to describe smoke. Right. Yet in the same way, it's figuratively, it's vanity. Mm -hmm. I just looked it up. It's used 38 times. Wow. In the book of Ecclesiastes. Like, that's a lot. And the way that it keeps pointing back to it helps us so much in understanding, okay, all of these things that it's talking about points to this dual meaning of, okay, when we see smoke, we see the way that the wind just carries it mm-hmm. away. We see how quickly vapor leaves. It's okay. That gives us imagery of what it actually is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What else from this chapter? That's that's kind of the book as a whole. Absolutely, What about yeah. chapter two?
0: Well, I— I started chapter two, and I'm reading the first verses. I'm 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 wondering if the listeners felt the same way. It's like, okay, cool. This like I live in Dallas. Mm-hmm. This is kind of the way that I view success. Like you, you start reading the first verses, and you see, okay, you know, I'm I'm cheering myself with wine. I'm I'm building houses. I'm planting vineyards, gardens, parks, great possessions. It, it mm-hmm. just keeps growing. And I thought to myself, "It's like, okay, well, I, you know, we hear this term, the American dream, right? And we hear this, okay, well, you can, you just gotta grow. And I think even for people my age, it's like, oh, you just gotta hustle, you just gotta work yeah. hard. You, you know, you're just if you work, that you'll hit success. Mm. I think that idea is uh, not only common but attractive. Sure, someone my age, and I, I, as I look back, I think it has different forms, mm-hmm. but American dream is one of them, or just I think the culture we live in is that. It's always kind of the next thing.
1: Yeah, whatever's next.
0: Whatever's next.
1: TA did a a sermon series back at Breakaway on Ecclesiastes, and he he used this language that said, we're always looking to climb the next ladder. So when you're in high school, it's like, I want to make the varsity sports team or have that leadership position. Then I want to climb the ladder of getting into the right college or going into this career field. And then once I'm in college, I want to Climb the ladder of getting this degree, meeting my future spouse. Then once you're married, it's when are you going to have kids? What sports are your kids going to be in? How well behaved are they going to be? And there's the the number of ladders in our lives can just become endless. And
0: some of those, I think like, okay, if we look at the American dream, most Christians Mm -hmm. would say, okay, well, I'm not going for that. Like Mm -hmm. that might be a bad thing for us to go to. But a lot of what you listed,
1: they are not bad those are things. good things. Yeah,
0: And the, those are not bad things for mm-hmm. our life. But again, like I said earlier, with just the overview of Ecclesiastes, it gives perspective. Then you hit verse 11, and it hits pretty hard of, then I considered all that my hands had done, and the toil that I had expended doing it, and behold, all was vanity and striving in the wind. And there was nothing to be gained under the sun. It's like, okay, those are some good mm-hmm. things and some probably not so good yeah. things. And now I have to reconcile, okay, well, What's the point of that? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't super answer it in the chapter. No, not here. It doesn't really give Mm -hmm. a lot of clarity in that. It's kind of frustrating. It is frustrating, but it answers it later on. And I'll I'll give a little preview of that because really when it says, okay, well, this is all meaningless, it even talks later on about wisdom, Mm. that it leads to death and toil, like the work that we do. Hard work. That you don't even get to enjoy it. But it does say what leads to joy in verse 24. There is nothing better for a person... That they should eat and drink and find enjoyment in his toil. This is also from the hand of God. It says that, hey, what God has given you is like Mm -hmm. those good things. It's from God. Yeah. It's okay to enjoy those
1: things. I love 25, too, on top of that, Ben, for apart from him, who can eat or who can have enjoyment.
0: Absolutely. And so, understanding is that there's an aspect of our life that sits in both camps. Mm-hmm. That like there are some very difficult things that are happening to us, sure. and there's some very good things that are happening to us. But our pursuit of it is meaningless unless God gives it meaning. Mm. And in the chapters, that say that up, well, again,
1: Ben. That's so good. Our pursuit of it's meaningless unless
0: God gives it meaning. It's good, Ben. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that in the chapters to come. Mm
1: -hmm. Really good. Thank you for being here. You're going to be back in in just a few days. I think Ecclesiastes 9 and, and hopefully more. So we'll see you then. Thanks for being here. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together.
0: Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast?